Hi everyone and welcome to our podcast and YouTube video um, on Ladies and Leadership with Nari and Liz and today I am with the lovely Jenny Reyes who is all the way from California. She runs a business called Your Brand Story. She's a brand strategist, a marketing consultant and supports entrepreneurs to put together a business based on a brand that they love. So a welcome Jenny. Hi, Nari. Thank you for having me. I'm glad to be here. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really excited about our discussion today. So yeah. the topic of today's podcast is called What is your USP? So USP, which stands for Unique Selling Point. Uh, how are people different and what have they got that they can offer as a product or service to the wider audience uh, and build a brand and a business out of? So it's, it's uh, all about building a brand with purpose because that's something that me, myself and Jenny truly yeah. believe in. Mm -hmm. And we want to help other, other people to do the same, uh, break out of those uh, comfort zone barriers and really get out there and build a brand with purpose so what we're going to do is follow the the usual routine go through a number of questions I'm going to ask Jenny she's going to give us her knowledge I'll talk about a little bit about my experiences and uh, really we'll just go from there yeah let's do that amazing so firstly we're going to look at uh, branding with authenticity credibility integrity and uniqueness so there's a lot of big words in there. Yeah. <laughs> Following but, USP, which was a big word as well. <laughs> as well, yeah, absolutely. I think it's underrated when people talk about the USP because USP really is about being different, about being unique, right. about right. standing out and um, really uh, an opportunity to showcase your own uh, personality because everybody's right. different. And uh, uh, to me, it's 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 personal. Your business right. is personal. It's, it's about you, reflects your 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 true authentic personality who you are and what service you can provide so based on your experience and your own business then um, jenny can you give us some insights into how 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 does one go about building a brand with all of those things incorporated right well and i think i mean because we are speaking to female entrepreneurs you know and one of the statistics i i mentioned i i, I shared with you earlier was um, in 2022, they did say that there were about 582 million businesses that were started. So, you know, going back to the whole point about um, a USP or something that differentiates you, it's all the more important now that you're one of however many million across the world that just started a business um, in this in this you know global global economy and so I think part of what comes in as you do build this business is number one you want people to know that it's it's real and it's relevant and it's very like you said branding a business is a personal thing it's a spiritual game um, and one of the things that I do talk about with my clients as we go through you know certain process like I ask many questions I ask them a bunch of questions about you know why is this important but also like why should I believe you that's a that's a question that I always put forth and, and it's not to discredit or to discount what they've done but it's to make you also think it's like okay why would I be believable to the person who I want to serve um, and what would make them choose me over everybody else that they've been looking at. And so it brings about, you know, what experiences you've been through or the, the challenges or the accreditations and certifications you've done, you know, the, the people that you yourself 
um, or I myself also follow um, and and learn from so that I have more credibility to teach what it is that I'm teaching or, or provide the service that I'm providing. And so that's part of, you know, just the process that we would go through um, in finding out, you know, and building your authenticity and your your credibility around around the business that you're creating. Yeah, really, really powerful. There's so much really that comes into this question, isn't there? Because when we talk about uniqueness, we, we're obviously talking about that USP that we, we just mm-hmm. spoke about, uh, about being different and thriving of your individuality. I think there's too many people out there these days who try to fit in boxes or yeah. try to like copy other people or, you know, just be the same as everybody else. And I, I don't think there's really any fun in that. There's nothing exciting about that because um, it's kind of more of what we've already had. So really, I think that one's business uh, brand stands out with right. that uniqueness in, t- in terms of a personal's pers- personality. Yes, and we're all, out. yeah, we're all different people. I mean, we may have, let's say, you know, people are in a similar space, for example, retail or or personal development, but and they may offer similar products, for instance, a workshop or, uh, you know, I, what comes to mind is somebody, a client of mine that has just recently launched her um, lamb stuffed animal. But part of building that brand is the story behind it. Like the, she, it looks like a, a lamb, but then everybody else that she speaks to, you know, it's, it's because when she was a kid, her, her aunt had given her this stuffy to comfort her when she was um, feeling alone. Right. And so that became kind of her go-to friend. And, and part of that is, is the story behind it is mm-hmm. why that's why she wants to help other children and she's you know looking at tying up with orphanages where children are feeling alone and that kind of adds into the brand personality and the experience that she's been been through which is very different from somebody else who would be maybe selling the same thing but having a different you know line of thought and experience behind it yeah so, that's absolutely yeah. beautiful i have actually got a quote that i um I'm going to ask you what you think of this. Um, I thought it was really, it really stood out to me. And it says, a consumer's knowledge, experience, expectations, beliefs, values, and motives produce an interpretation that can be quite different from the producer of the message. And that's by Lawson and Gray, 2008. Um, So that means, one, there's what you're trying to portray and put out there, but then you're reaching out to a, an audience whereby their interpretations based on their own mental filters can be completely different from the initial message. And that's why it's even more important to be yeah. that authentic self, to be that credible self where you're you're showing transparency, you're yeah. allowing people to see you who who you are, and you have got, got a brand promise which which is which which links on to the integrity we talked about. Yes, yes. And I mean, it always starts with your own self, right? You have to believe in what it is you're putting out there to be authentic and to be credible. Because then, of course, if you don't believe in what you're what you're giving or what you're serving, then it's harder for other people to buy into it. Right. Um, And to, you know, go with that quote would be the the one we we talked about, like a couple of conversations ago where people really don't necessarily buy the products they they buy the brand they buy the experience they buy the person that's behind it and i'm sure you've had um, experiences nari as well where it's like oh i don't necessarily need this new blouse but but i love the person that's selling it so of course i'm going to support them 
so powerful, isn't it? Like if somebody's selling some something that you trust, that yes. you believe in, because they've already yes. built a brand of credibility, right. uh, they have integrity, you're more inclined to say, yes, I will buy that because I trust the person that's selling it. Yeah. Um, and that goes a re really a long way. Whereas people who haven't built that, the difference is uh, because somebody might not trust it or they might not have that emotional connection to that person yet, right. um, they, they may not, they may refrain from purchasing. And I think it's an evolutionary process process it takes time to build yes. build credibility to build authenticity uh, to showcase yourself uh, to build a story based on who yes. you are and then to sell that so it's really really powerful stuff and really really important for those entrepreneurs out there whether people are already entrepreneurs or looking to be entrepreneurs looking right. to the future so yeah that's amazing uh, so shall we go on to our next question yes yeah Amazing. So the, the last point brings us nicely onto our next question, which is really about thoughts for women who want to transition from the nine to five to yes. a, a business, even if it's part time. I mean, right. having worked in like a couple of couple of like large corporates, blue chip organizations, I know yes. so many women that, that work full time, they're exhausted, they're burnt out, um, they're, they've worked in their jobs for a number of years, they're not learning right. anything new. Uh, and they really want a get out sort of get out clause as they say they want to do something different but they're so scared of taking that step they don't know where to start uh, they don't know what, what what they've got ideas they don't know which one to like kind of push forward uh and right. they feel lost so they stagger and they stay stagnant for years in that process of thinking about something but not actually doing it so yeah. what advice would you give to these women well, I mean, you said it right, right then and there. It's like there's a fear of doing something new and something different. And one of the things that I've learned over this, these past decades of doing it is, you know, leaning into the fear and saying, okay, well, what is it really? Is it something that I'm excited about to try? Um, and usually, wanting also, as you as you said, wanting to start a new business or move out of a nine to five, there's a pain point that's not been addressed. Um, and, and that's, that's true for me as well. I was in corporate. I had my background. I worked for um, Lysol. I worked for Unilever and we did the whole Dove launch um, campaign for real beauty launch. Mm -hmm. And I was, I was working not nine to five. I was working 20 hours a, a day and I was newly married. And, you know, I was finding that I, I was doing a lot of all the other small pieces of things and the agencies that I had were not either not as strategic as I had hoped or not as detailed in the execution that I had hoped. And so that's why I started Your Brand Story was because I wanted to be that conduit for businesses to go, well, I can have the strategy and have the execution piece to it. And so, you know, you look for a, you look for a pain point that either doesn't have a solution you love or you feel you could do better of. And, and you see if that is a, a need, you know, um, or you, that that can carry forward. And then you get feedback and you go from there. And and then you lean into the fear all the more because it's like, okay, am I really doing this? Am I really doing this? But but that's that's pretty much how you would just take the jump. You would just have to make that decision and and go for it if that is something that you would love to do. Yeah. 
Yeah, absolutely. I, I totally believe in that. And I, I, I resonate with everything you've just said there from my own personal experience as well. Um, so yeah, I mean, having uh, gone through the transition myself, I mean, I was working for myself for num a number of years, six or seven years, mm -hmm. but I'm still in the corporate world on a mm -hmm. full time basis. And what I find a lot of people for a lot of people working with people like as a coach, basically, um, working, helping them with their mindsets as well. I find that it's uh, primarily really a, per, a psychological shift that people yeah. need because a lot of the time these women who are often in high profile demanding careers which mm -hmm. lead to burnout ultimately for a lot of people they've they've got their graduations um they they've they're fitting the societal expectations yeah. uh the family uh, you know extended family like oh you know you've got this these qualifications and now you're doing right. this amazing career so it really feels like they're kind of shattering that whole framework that okay if i have my own business what if it's not successful right. or how am i going to showcase myself compared to i work for this organization and my title is whatever right, right? so people sometimes become very fixated on titles right. and they build an yeah and they built an identity around that person that you know and so if you were to do something different it's a whole new identity in its own and that's where the some of the the struggle will you know come from and then you make the leap and then and then off you go. <laughs> this is so true because you're right, because people have worked for years get climbing yeah. that ladder, right? fulfilling societal and cultural expectations and it's all going right. swimmingly well. And then yeah. all of a sudden you're like, actually, this isn't me. This is actually what I want to do. And people are like yeah. lost going, but why? You know, you might be earning so much in, which is a stable salary when you're working for a company. And then it's like, well, actually, I don't know how much I'm going to be earning every month. Oh um so so they like you said they they start and then they stop and then they start right. and stop because they don't believe maybe not in the idea or in themselves right. um or their ability to take that leap so there's a lot of confidence building i believe that that yeah. goes in that process which i actually have helped a number of women do in my own um yeah. journey um and i think I, one of the other questions is you know um as you are starting this as you are starting this journey it's really about like how much how badly do you want it to succeed or how much do you want it to succeed because then i have seen people who are starting a business and it you know the first couple of months are a little bit rough and then they're like oh you know what never mind i don't think i need it anyway then maybe there isn't that much of a motivation to keep it going but i've seen others who are like no i really believe in what I'm doing and what I'm serving. And I mean, they do have that, that burning desire to, to keep it going because they're a single, single parent or they, they really believe in what they're doing and they want to help people. And so yeah. that keeps them going, even if they fall, they'll stand back up again. And I think that's, you know, part of it is the courage to go and then yeah. the determination and the grit to keep going because there will be, as you and I have experienced, there will be rough parts to the journey um and it will not always go your way yeah and i, I call it passion this is why i call it a passion-led business yeah. so you have to really be passionate or be about something or believe in something in order to make it a success uh if you enjoy what you do like they say you'll never work a day in your life and that's the ultimate goal that a lot of people want to achieve right. but um having you know obviously been in the corporate world on a full-time basis what i would recommend to people and i've seen this i've seen many people do this i've done mm -hmm. this myself start a business on the side 
have a side hustle as they call it um start generating income from another business as well as retaining your job if you can right. cut your hours fine get more time to work on that business develop that business grow the business so that your stable income doesn't just disappear one day literally yes. it, it sort of decreases slowly while your business is building up and you're getting income from that um that stream um and in order to do that in order to decide what to do or how to do it i feel that women have to do literally have to do a swat on themselves so right. look at their strengths their weaknesses mm -hmm. what opportunities do they have what resources do they have what could threaten their business of flourishing you know have a look at it and strategically as well yeah. um and and uh what skills do people have like it goes back to the usp that that like you said is a gap in the market that could sell right. what's different fulfilling yes. a need that's not currently being fulfilled in in a in a wholesome way where can you like get in there is there, is there space in the market for you to enter and to deliver something that you're passionate about and do it well because yeah. I, I totally agree with what you say these things take they take consistency they take discipline they take courage yeah. all of these things are personal values and personal virtues that people hold so right. if you feel that you've been able to do that in, in in your in your job for example then you will able to be able to do it in a business yeah. because it says a lot about who you as are as a person Yes. So they are transferable skills, I believe. Right. And I do like what you said about, you know, um, it's it's about your SWAT. And if yeah. there are certain things that you know are you're not as strong in or as confident in, then part of the question is who is it that you can approach or who you who can you learn from that you either build those skills or you outsource those skills. So so then it makes it easier for you to get it going and to, just to build the momentum um, yeah. and setting aside the time as well. If you were to do um, that part time and then keep your full time job, you definitely have to dedicate um, purposefully a, a time period for when you are working on this business to be able for it to grow and get gain momentum um, outside of what you're doing and then make that decision to leave. That that's another another tidbit as well yeah <laughs> i mean i love what you're saying because these are these are things i wrote i wrote that the key is to make a decision yes on it have dedication have commitment and make the time everybody's yeah. busy nobody has time but you have to make the time right. um to, to to invest in what you believe in right and yes. uh, another thing that i'll say to conclude is it's all part of having a bigger vision a high, mm -hmm. higher purpose and um, often a, le a legacy. So right. who, who, like, you know, when you look back, what, what do you want to be kind of known for? What is your personality? Who, who are you uh, that, yeah. that you want to reflect and put out there in the world in order yeah. to fulfill a need and help people with a service or a product uh, based right. on, on, on what you can offer? So those things are really, really powerful. And, and I do find that as women are being more and more empowered these days, both in mm -hmm. their jobs uh, and, in, and more business leaders, they, right. are, they are thinking about their bigger vision because they're stepping yeah. out of their comfort and they're thinking about what is my higher purpose why am I here what am I here to do and, and how can I serve because I really do believe that at the end of the day the ultimate satisfaction comes from serving others rather than you're taking from others the ultimate satisfaction you get to a point that it levels off yeah and it get, comes to giving rather than taking which is such a beautiful concept that right. I feel everybody should experience yeah. And I mean, going back to the whole point of branding at the beginning, as you're jumping from your nine to five, there's a little bit of a, 
experimentation as to what it is that your brand is or is going to be known for. I mean, if you think of Apple and you think of Disney, we know these brands now just because of the time that it's taken for them to build it. But at the beginning, nobody knew Walt Disney and nobody understood what it was. And, and so part of it is, is this going to work for me? Does this resonate with the people I want to serve? And it's a yes or a no. And then you can pivot. But the idea is if you keep doing something, then you'll get clarity much, much sooner, much clearer, (laughs) much sooner, right? And then you'll be like, oh, this is really what I want to stand for. I want to be known for. And then you can become very consistent with that. Um, And that will come out, you know, as you just keep showing up and, and just doing what it is that you desire to do. And people will start to know you for what that is. So yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. Um, Which brings us really nicely onto our next question, which is about the, the, the huge topic of vulnerability. Yeah. And I truly believe that's part of the process of everything that we've just talked about before now, uh, about getting out there, uh, deciding, uh, putting yourself out there. It is a scary journey. Um, There's so many things that a person will think about before, you know, showcasing themselves as an individual, open for people's interpretation, judgment, opinions. It's scary. But but it's 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 about getting past that point uh, and and then and looking at the bigger picture of what am i what am i trying to do what do i want to get mm-hmm. out of this and what do i who do i want to help so yeah. i believe personally that vulnerability is the birthplace of innovation creativity and change so without yeah. being vulnerable without showing people who we truly are uh we can't truly help other people we can't support other people yeah. and um it's it's a scary thing, but it is the biggest measure, uh, according to Brené Brown, who we all know as an amazing yeah. entrepreneur and influencer. She says vulnerability is the most accurate me- measure of courage. And I, I very much believe that because it's so easy to st- stand back and look at what yeah. other people are doing. It's so difficult to get yourself out there and say, hey, this is me and this is what I'm doing. Right. Um, so I absolutely <laughs> love that quote. So um, so give us some 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 information about how you approach that vulnerability with your clients. Well, and, and many people, I think, now look for that. I mean, interestingly enough, we talked about authenticity in the beginning vulnerability adds to your authenticity and it adds to your credibility. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, we see that in the stories that come out as to why it is that you're doing what you're doing. And so by sharing very honestly and um, and very, I mean, I don't know any other word, very vulnerably what it is that or why it is this is important to you and why you want to help and impact other people, then that absolutely builds like, it will draw people to you. It will draw the people who are meant to be drawn to you. Um, and then you're able to, to help them. And so, you know, being a few steps ahead, that being vulnerable shows that you can be a few steps ahead of other people in what it is that you've experienced or so that you can, again, help them go through that whole process in a less painful way. So that would probably be one of the, the biggest things, yeah. I love this topic and um, I I put from what I've seen and observed in other people a lot of people do think it it is a weakness Uh, but I believe it's and a lot of people need to see this hear this and embrace Mm -hmm. this in their lives move past people pleasing fulfilling societal expectations uh, break the the concept of perfection the perceived concept yeah. of perfection break, no, breaking cultural norms society expectations showing up as people expect you to show up right. 
fitting a certain box, uh, right. even if you don't agree certain th with certain things, because those th things really take you away from being natural, from being yeah. a, a vulnerable, authentic, and really showing up as yourself. And to me, a person who can do that is, is, is a very powerful person, a real person, um, a confident person. Yeah. Um, and 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 a person with, with whom you can connect on a real level right. uh, and I think that's really important especially if you if you're doing business because yeah. you know I mean you must have had in the past where you've bought something from somewhere a service or a product mm -hmm. but it felt not so credible authentic you go away with bad taste almost yeah but if you felt that the whole customer experience was um really really a nice experience yeah. um you feel like you'll go back and that's how people mm -hmm. create loyal customers right 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 and i mean you know part of being vulnerable is also being relatable like you said you connect yeah. And that's really how a brand starts, where if you have that emotional connection, there is a functional benefit to what it is you're doing. You're solving a problem or you're helping make things faster or better. But then at the end, it's like, why do you do it? Well, you know, if you think of the brands that you love, it's like, I love it just because. And I'm so, you know, it, it's not even a second thought. It's like when I think of a computer, it's like, for sure, we're going Apple. You know, it's it's that connection that they build, and and part of it is the vulnerability behind it. Um, yes. and is the is the journey. Like you know that they were real people. You know that they <laughs> they've gone through what it is that you're going through, and you know that they can be helped. So yeah, yeah, it's actually to me the greatest strength of all, and in particular as we talk uh, about women. So women are often very refrain. They refrain from showing their vulnerability because they think. There's this a misconception about women being helpless victims and needing right, to yeah. save them, but uh, that that's not the case at all. It doesn't mean you're helpless, and it doesn't mean you're a victim. It actually wow. makes means that you're human. So unless we open up in honesty, how can yeah. we actually help other people? How and can we help other people with similar issues or problems to heal from our own experiences? Um, yeah. And how can we also help future generations unless we show that vulnerability? So that's why I think it's so powerful. Um, well, I'll give you an example. Like I, I've talked about this before, like my own upbringing, um, you know, male domination, highly masculine environment. The men, men rule the roost. Um, uh, and, you know, if, if um, vulnerability or emotions were brought up, then literally people would be falling off the chair. Like, why are you talking about your emotions? Get to business, get to work. What's yeah. the outcome? What's the result? But yeah. actually coming out of that and thinking about it they're all emotion emotional beings nobody's a robot so stop pretending to be a robot and hiding your emotions away bring them out um and this is something a lot of men probably need, need you know can benefit from hearing is, right. is that that's what we want women want men to be show their emotions as well um mm -hmm. i know women are better at doing that because we're probably biologically and neurologically um <laughs> programmed to be better at doing that but it really is where that uh, vulnerability shows and the credibility and the authenticity connects and i like so, what you said because i mean it's not a weakness but it's really yeah. more of a strength to be able to actually show it and to show uh, or to at least tune into the feelings and and be able to say it or or follow that and that shows a lot of strength and a lot of courage as the quote had said earlier like you know yeah and that is a good way to build build yeah. and often also the other thing i'll say is that um only if we identify our weaknesses can we strive to better ourselves and yeah. pinpoint the areas for improvement yes. because yeah. 
because how can you improve on, on and this is where the constructive criticism comes in where yeah. you're actually telling somebody something to help them with good intention yeah. it's not an opinion it's not a judgment to put somebody down right. it's constructive so unless right. we're constructive with ourselves how can we then do that you know for other people yeah so, and and people think about the emotional exposure the risk the uncertainty what are people going to think but really what i would say is who is there to impress right well and if you are intending to serve other people then it's not necessarily about you and so whatever it is that you do is there to help others and if you put that i mean and i've i've seen that even in in people that i've worked with and and people that i've you know, that they're, even if just they're presenting in a room, it's like they're worried about what people will think about me. No, but think about what's the message that you're trying to get across and anything that else that you do is, it's not about you. It's about everybody else that's here and that's listening and that will receive that information. So um, that making you vulnerable then doesn't, it doesn't necessarily mean, um, you know, it's, it's of less importance than what the people are getting from what it is that you're saying or doing. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> I love that. I love I love that topic and I love that conversation. So thank you for that. Uh, we can keep going. <laughs> yeah, we could do. Um, the next question is about uh, building a brand in terms of a full package. So looking mm -hmm. at the different pieces of the puzzle and how yeah. to come at that in, in an optimum way to help people to build that brand of purpose. So yeah. I do love that um, topic too, because I mean, you know, part of the reason why it is hard to build a brand is that some some people just think of a brand as a logo or just as a website or you know just as colors but in reality and and or sometimes as copy but again in reality it's not just one piece of each it's it's a whole it's a whole picture so i like to see it as a puzzle that you put together um, and some of it will come very naturally, you know, like the edges at the, of the puzzle where you know it's going to go in what place, but the others take a little bit of time to build. And, and if you are to start like the way we are thinking about branding right now, we started with what would make me stand out? What are my personality? What, what would make me different? What would, um, why would people believe me? You know, those are foundational pieces like your values, your personality, your story. Um, and then that can come together and how it's expressed in um, different forms like copy copy being words I know some people think of copy as copywriting do I you know but it's more of like the words the tone the visuals um the the logo or the identity that you put together it's many different pieces in a full experience that you know you don't always give as a full as a full package once but it comes one at a time step by step and then it's build, building that bigger picture mm -hmm. so that I like to think of branding as that um, and that's why it takes some time and consistency and, of course, clarity to, to, be, to begin with so that you can put that, that right association and emotion out there um, for people to resonate with. Yeah, I love that because it's, it's a, an experience that I've been through myself. I'm going mm -hmm. through currently at the moment. And I really have learned that consistency is key. Uh, and your brand, uh, it, it continually it evolves yes. based on your own growth and development as well. Right. So right. it's not that you need to have all the answers right now. You can allow them to come naturally. And and I do believe in, um, truly believe in uh, following your instincts. And I think that's where the 
the most fruitful lances come from. Right. Um, so you, I, I would say that you uh, enable your growth and immerse yourself in that branding and the different, mm -hmm. like you say, the, the edges, or I, I call it the arms or the sections of the branding grows with time and yeah. the evolution of your own thoughts and your ideas. So your, as your creativity oh. grows, that's how it, uh, you bring in all these extra niceties uh, yeah. and make it like a all-encompassing wholesome uh, brand. Yeah. And it's interesting too, especially from a, a personal brand perspective, you are your brand to begin with. We are our brands to begin with, right? And so what is it about ourselves? I mean, for myself, like maybe part of my experience is my journey through motherhood and the things that help me become the entrepreneur that I am um, and the values, they, as you said, they evolve, but it does have a lot of how I run my life um, and how I want to run my business as it grows. And so um, I think some people also think of brand, you know, professional and personal life as separate as an entrepreneur. It, it tends to be pretty much one and the same and it should all kind of sync together so mm -hmm. that it again goes back to the authenticity and the credibility and the vulnerability so it, it ties it all back in yeah that's just beautiful isn't it uh and it, it is an evolving journey you grow mm -hmm. you you become better you learn things uh you take on new things you drop old things you you know you you do right. You, you do that as you grow, as you develop, as you become more insightful, you become more creative, right. new thoughts, yes. ideas enter your mind, you go to different places, you have different visions, um, light bulb moments. So it's a really beautiful journey, actually. I, I really enjoyed it and I'm enjoying it. Yeah. Um, and it's and it never stops. You. It does, it helps. <laughs> it, you have to just keep that thinking brain on. Um, yeah. I have the opposite problem of trying to switch my brain off and give it a rest, but uh, it's 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 a great experience as long as you're open-minded and open to everything. Yes. Um, uh, that's what creativity is all about, and then to bring that into your brand is just a beautiful experience. So, mm -hmm. and having people like yourself around who are gurus in the branding, oh, world, <laughs> they 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 really help to kind of you know prevent people making mistakes and uh, also you know accelerate their pros, pro right. the process their process their own process on in the yeah. branding experience yeah. amazing well, so it's always a it's always a conversation i mean you know it's not not there's no one right way what could work for me may work differently 100%. for you right and so i think that's a good thing to be able to recognize as well as like you and i we are guides for people to be able to develop that that brand um, or that mindset or however it is that they want to put themselves forward yeah. at the end of the day we go back to that whole it's your decision you make that decision and you go and you take the steps <laughs> yeah amazing yeah exactly as long as you're willing to put the action and the time yeah. time in uh then you, you 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 can only be better and achieve more so that's great so that brings us on to the last question which is about tips on helping women yeah. to build a brand uh, conscientiously so mm -hmm. it does, mm -hmm. and I know we've talked about a bit, credibility, authenticity, uh, and uniqueness, emotional connection, all of that comes into this. So what have you got to add uh, to, to helping women to be conscientious about that journey? I, I do believe it's really just reiterating, you know, like you said, or you said it earlier, it's like the, the people that want to make the impact and serve others, that's where the meaningfulness and the, the purpose of your brand comes out. And, you know, we had, again, in a previous conversation, we we're like, well, if it's about making money, I mean, then, then you kind of know that that's not the be all and end all. It's a nice um, kind of offshoot, right, to be able to make yeah. an 
I do have a coach that does say like income will follow impact. Like she always says that where That's beautiful. If, you, if you make the impact, then, then the income will follow. And so if the purpose really is to serve, then I think you're headed in the right in the right direction and and to be able to understand how to serve best i mean then you look at working on your business of course the parts of your business the pieces of the puzzle but again the key piece i would say is working on yourself and and that's why you know we look at people like like you 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 do we do the work i do the work on myself so that it can come out in my business i'm sure you are the same and the people that you work with and the people you serve um will do the same as well as they they are coached by you so yeah, <laughs> yeah. yes and it, it, it's so important to make this um this point because there's so many yeah. people out there these days who are saying i'll oh, do these things and i can get you to six mm-hmm. figures seven figures and all of this and they're talking about numbers yeah. um and i think that really takes people away from like their brand promise their purpose mm-hmm. uh their own authenticity because i totally agree if you believe in something and if it's purposeful if you're passionate about it mm-hmm. uh, and if you do it from a good place rather yeah. than focusing on the numbers and making the money the money will follow but but that's secondary I believe right. and, and and I'm not saying that everybody has to be the same it's what you want to get out of it but mm-hmm. even if you are focused on the money and that's okay um, it's still important to start with um, the idea communicating that idea that message that purpose fulfilling a need and and doing it um, by focusing on the people that you're trying to serve rather than how much you're going to make and right. that's how you do it better yeah and I, I so. do believe people will feel your heart Oh, like they'll feel they'll feel your they'll feel your authenticity they'll feel that you really really want to be able to give mm-hmm. um and provide some sense of increase to other people and that's what will generate you know um the the beginning momentum and then get it sustained and then it will become pretty much a, a bigger than yourself right which yeah, is what yeah. ultimately our businesses and our brands are about it's bigger than us it's bigger than us. But I also believe that, you know, what, what we spoke a little bit about earlier, what we touched on in terms of the design of the brand concept, I think mm-hmm. it is important to have the right emotional colors that are, are aligned to your message and your target audience. Because right. these little things also help people co- to connect. It's amazing yes. how color branding is so powerful and how the eyes perceive different colors for right. different messages. Something I learned very recently and yeah. I thought it was really powerful. And, and you don't even know you're doing it when you're looking at a website or you're looking looking at a logo you make a decision within a couple of seconds about what it means generally Mm -hmm. and what it means to you uh if you if you want if you resonate with it if you want to use that service it's so powerful um and also i believe in um having little sort of niceties as part of the the branding so when you're if you're giving a product and you're delivering that product you're delivering it with maybe i don't know a ribbon on it or some chocolate or (laughs) you know nice wrapping on it because when somebody opens it and they look at it it just makes the whole experience much prettier and it feels nicer it's all about uh, connecting to a person's emotions and how they feel right and if you are i mean 
again, well, so we talked about service and you talked about the experience. I like when you said experience and you're yeah. look at, looking at the whole journey, the whole what we call a customer journey, where it's from start to finish. You yeah. look at when before they even get to what it is you're offering, your program, your service to all the way through so that you're able to carry your brand and your promise through and get them that change or that transformation that they're looking for at the other side. Um, and that in effect makes you very meaningful and purposeful. Um, yeah. It's just, it's, it's just beautiful and you're absolutely right. And I believe that if you focus on the whole brand journey, whole customer experience journey, that's how you'll get your loyal customers. People will keep coming back for more. Uh, people who will then um, be like word of mouth and tell other people, because yeah. if they believe you, if someone believes in something, they're more inclined to share it. Yes. They benefited to something, they'll tell their family, their friends and other people. Yeah. So you overall, people might think about doing a quick fix, but the yeah. quick fix is never the answer. It's about no. focusing on the whole journey because right. that's how you get loyalty. If you right. just focus on doing something quickly just to get, get you know, have your needs fulfilled or get the money in, in the door, right? Yeah. It, 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 that might just be a one-off transaction. Whereas right. if it's um, like, you, you, like you said, the whole journey and you focus on that and you do mm -hmm. it from a loving, authentic place, the loyalty comes and, and I'm sure most all businesses want loyal customers. Yes, yes. And when you develop, I mean, a lot of people look at, I need to serve as many as I can, as quickly as I can. I think one of the things in building that conscientious brand is starting with the one, like the one person that you know, whose life you can help and transform across this journey, um, getting them there and, and then doing it again and again, and then building that. And as you said, referrals are the most powerful form of marketing because everybody now looks at, at who is it? Like, I'll ask people I know, like, what's the restaurant you recommend or what's this? And, and it comes from that experience that they had versus, yeah. you know, um, any kind of, any kind of paid advertising that comes out. So, yeah. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing. Um, there's just something else I read that I'm going to share as we conclude. Yeah. You can share your thoughts. So branding uh, overall, it's a reputational built building measure. It's long term cumulative effort with no guarantee of success. It's well, so, if you do, if you do put your heart, I believe in your brand. And as you build your business, I do feel that that success can be predictable. And I mean, it also depends okay, yeah. on how you define how you define success right if you're out to serve people and you know that you've done it then i think that's successful and and everything else is kind of like an offshoot and will follow after but it does take time it does it, it becomes a company's biggest asset you know as as you look at it on the balance sheet if we were to do a balance sheet it's on the equity side of things and that is something that is done over the long term um and it's built over time and it's it's just refined and bettered as as you go and as you enjoy the journey through it. So I think that wow. That but, yeah, <laughs> amazing. It's it's been such a, a thought provoking conversation today. I've got so much out of it. Thank you so much for being here, and I really hope that it's helped the audience, uh, women out there who are maybe stuck in a nine to five, who have ideas uh, to get out of that comfort zone, break their own barriers, and live a purpose uh, and passion fueled life doing something that they love that they enjoy and they, that they can get there they can believe in themselves enough to take the risk uh, to take the leap and do what will truly make them happy so it's been beautiful i know i'm inspired and motivated after the conversation so thank you uh, jenny thank you nari thank you for having me i love being here
Amazing. So can you just tell our audience before you go where people can find you if they want to connect to build up oh, that brand? <laughs> I do have my website. It's www.yourbrandstory.co. And then the same for Instagram, LinkedIn, or Facebook. So you can find me at yourbrandstoryco. Amazing. Uh, and just a reminder, I'm Sky High Coaching on Instagram and Facebook. Um, and my website, which is almost ready, is called noricore.com. So you can find me on there. And until next time, thank you very much for being here. I hope you got lots out of it as we did. And see you next time. <laughs>